Good morning for Wednesday, July 13, 2016. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Blacks doubt closer ties with police. Obama consoles and challenges a shaken nation from Dallas. And eye on unity, Clinton gains Sanders's nod. In today's national headlines, blocks for Ryan on path to selling GOP plan. Lynch offers panel few details on Clinton emails. And family of man killed by police in Minnesota calls for a special prosecutor. In today's business headlines, the Dow rose 120 points yesterday. Former anchor speaks out about harassment. Undeterred, Tesla-backed self-driving technology and Airbus cuts delivery goal for flagship A380 jumbo jets. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Dallas. Blacks doubt closer ties with police. Reported by John Elegon and Nicole Hannah-Jones. When Andre Stubblefield leaves his dilapidated apartment complex in southern Dallas, he carries his work gloves, vest, and hard hat, even when he's not going to work. The police have stopped him regularly over the years, asking for identification. I got a fake like I'm wearing my work stuff, so they won't mess with me, said Stubblefield, 30, who works in demolition. In the wake of last week's sniper shooting that left five Dallas police officers dead, many people have lamented that it happened in this city with the black police chief, who even critics say has made inroads with the community and worked to steer his force away from its history of racism and abuse. Since Chief David Brown took over the department in 2010, excessive force complaints have dropped 64 percent, and he has started de-escalation training and a successful community policing program. For all the progress that the Dallas police have made, this remains one of the most segregated big cities in the country. Decades of discriminatory policies have concentrated the city's black population in deeply poor and underdeveloped neighborhoods south of Interstate 30, which serves as a line of demarcation between opportunity and neglect. People look at the Black Lives Matter movement as people protesting against police brutality, said 57-year-old Terry Flowers, executive director and headmaster of St. Philip's School and Community Center in South Dallas. I think it's much larger than that, he said. People are protesting against a social engineering of inequity. While the Dallas Police Department has gained national acclaim, the extent to which these reforms have changed how black residents view the police and the extent to which they have altered the way the city's most marginalized residents interact with the police depends largely on whom you ask. A 2014 survey by the Dallas-based Embry Family Foundation found that while 67% of Dallas's black residents found that the city's black men received a lot of discrimination, only 37% of white people thought the same. From his small brick home in a predominantly black, low-income part of Oak Cliff in southern Dallas, Yefwin Balogun, 32, said that use of force complaints might be down in Dallas, but that police harassment of community members and police killings of unarmed citizens had not gone away under Brown. That's why Balogun helped found the Huey P. Newton Gun Club in 2014. 
The group is named for the Black Panther, who advocated armed self-defense, and its members go on patrols with rifles slung across their backs in an effort to watch the police and to reduce their presence by guarding their own neighborhoods. The club was created after a Dallas police officer killed an unarmed black man in an Oak Cliff apartment complex and injured a child with a stray bullet. Brown defended the officer who was not disciplined.